You're listening to Source Daily. Join us Monday through Friday to stay up to date with what's happening in North Central Ohio. We'll be sharing a closer look at one of our top stories, along with other news, local history, memorials, answers to your questions, and more. Today, we'll hear from recent Ashland Source Athlete of the Month, Hillsdale quarterback Jack Fickus. Before we begin, a message from our friends and sponsors at the Pat Crocker Breast Cancer Foundation. The Pat Crocker Breast Cancer Fund helps before breast cancer strikes. They pay for early breast cancer screening and any follow-up diagnostic services. Donate now to support fighting breast cancer awareness in Richland County. Just visit helpmepat.org donate. Now our feature story. Our new Athlete of the Month series runs throughout the upcoming school year. Here's the gist. Each month, one high school athlete from Richland, Ashland, and Knox counties will be recognized as the Park National Bank Athlete of the Month. Those athletes will be profiled and awarded a commemorative Athlete of the Month certificate. Additionally, the athletic departments of the monthly honorees will receive $1,000 from Park National Bank. Today, we'll hear from recent Ashland Source Athlete of the Month, Hillsdale quarterback Jack Fickus. For Jack, a senior who has taken on the role for the first time with the Falcons, big expectations on the field, in the classroom, and within the community are all part of the equation. All right, we're here with Jack Fickus. Jack's the quarterback with the Hillsdale High School football team, and uh, this year they're off and running again, annual playoff contender. Um, Jack, I guess uh, just chatting a little bit about your involvement with the school here first. Uh, Athletic Leadership Council. Uh, you also are part of our reading program to the, the elementary school students. Can you start out talking a little bit about your involvement? Yeah, I mean, I pride myself in being a Hillsdale Falcon. It, it means a lot to me to have those little kids look up to me. And obviously, being the quarterback of the team, most most people are looking at me to be the right guy. And I just I just want to do that. You've been doing both of those programs for a few years now? Yeah, or? two to three years, yeah. Okay. All right. Talk a little bit about uh, uh, the sports you play, uh, three-sport athlete. I know you're going to plan on doing that this year. Yeah, yeah. so obviously football, baseball, basketball, love all of them. Personally, baseball is probably my favorite, but I enjoy playing all of them. It's super fun being out with my teammates, and it's just I love being a Hillsdale Falcon. How about this year? Obviously, last year, the uh, – a wide receiver on the football team you switch over to quarterback talk a little bit about how that's changed your season uh, your approach to the to the season and to the team itself yeah obviously this year's a lot different playing quarterback obviously is, you got to be more of a leader and just it comes with different circumstances but i i mean i think i do a pretty nice job taking over the offense and being a leader for those guys and a guy they can count on a little bit more pressure added knowing uh Every year, it seems like Hillsdale's in that playoff mix, making them, I think this would be seventh or eighth season yep. straight if you get in. What kind of pressure is added to the quarterback position? Man, I mean, honestly, I don't think there's any pressure. I just go out there each game. Coach Klein, he does, a, he does a great job getting the game plan ready. I just go out there and execute the best of my ability. How do you feel like you guys have done so far? Thinking of what your your hopes were at the start of the season, going into week eight now, where, where do you guys stand? I mean, we would obviously, we would like to be 7-0, but we lost to two great teams and no one in doubt. I mean, they're going to make a great run in the playoffs, but for what we for what we have and what we can do, I'm super proud of these guys. We work each uh, each and every day hard to practice, and I think success is translating to the field. How about uh, your, your family? A little bit of history there. What's your background, your family background in, in athletics? Uh, where everybody went to school, all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, my mom actually, she was a Louisville Leopard. She played volleyball, and then my dad obviously went here. He owns a Figgis Funeral Home and Figgis Furniture, so he's he's a big part of the community. He helps out a lot. Okay. Did they have big 
athletic backgrounds. Yeah, my dad. Too? My dad was a three sport athlete: baseball, football, basketball. He was actually he played quarterback his senior year too for the Hills. No okay. problem. What year was that? Here? Oh my gosh, <laughs> nineteen. 90-something, probably. Okay. Yeah. All right. So what were the discussions between you and him, maybe, when you took over the quarterback role? Yeah, growing up, I mean, my dad helped me out a lot. He just teaches me to stay calm and trust my abilities and just go out there and be the best leader I can be because as a quarterback, I think, obviously, you can you can have all the attributes, but to not be a leader, I mean, that's just that, that's going to hurt your team, and I pride myself in being a great leader for the team. Anything beyond that in terms of expectations for the stretch run here? What are you, what are you guys thinking? Uh, yeah, I mean, we got three games left. We expect to finish out 8-2, and two, and then we're, I think we're poised to make a good playoff run. Hopefully get to that regional championship. I mean, that's a big goal of ours. Uh, the school record is 11 wins. I think that's a, that's a good possibility. But each day in practice, we've got to come and bring the energy and keep being great teammates we have all year. Jack Vickis, I appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you. Know a great athlete in your community? Athletic directors and coaches have until the 25th of each month to nominate an athlete. Stories profiling the winners will be published on Richland Source, Ashland Source, and Knox pages during the first week of the following month. Now some Ohio history. Today we complete our final stop in Paul Brown's football career before he headed to Cleveland and the team that would be named for him. In 1944, Brown became a lieutenant in the U.S. Navy and head coach of the Blue Jacket football team at the Great Lakes Naval Training Station. The team aimed to boost morale during World War II, and Brown led them to a dominant record in 1944. While this was happening, Arch Ward of the Chicago Tribune proposed the All-America Football Conference to rival the NFL after World War II ended. The Cleveland franchise, owned by taxi and newspaper magnate Mickey McBride, approached Brown in 1945 with a coaching offer, giving him an annual salary of $17,500 and full control over football operations. In 1945, Brown accepted the offer, angering and disappointing Ohio State's fans. Brown continued coaching the Blue Jackets until the war's end, leading them to a winning season and a 39-7 victory over Notre Dame. Soon after, he set off for his new role in Cleveland. Next, an event coming up that you should know about. It's Friday the 13th in October, so what better way to spend the evening than by heading over to a haunted house? You might consider Blood Prison at the Ohio State Reformatory, which promises an intensely scary experience. Or if you're in the mood for something different, head over to Perrysville for the Mohican Haunted Schoolhouse. Built in 1924, the schoolhouse stood vacant for years with rumors of ghosts and unexplained phenomena. There will be creepy cemeteries, a den of vampires, mad scientists, murderous clowns, zombies, and lots more to make your skin crawl. Tickets start at $24 for adults when purchased at MohicanHauntedSchoolhouse.com and are $30 at the door. Finally, today we'd like to take a moment to remember Jamie Borders. Jamie was born in Galleon in 1974. He was a graduate of Northmore High School and of Pioneer Career and Technology Center. Jamie married the love of his life and high school sweetheart Angie in 1994. They spent 29 glorious years married and 31 years together. They managed a dominoes together for more than 20 years. Jamie was a loving husband, father, and grandfather, and would give the shirt off his back to someone in need. He loved the outdoors, catfishing, a perfectly mowed yard, tending to his flowers, bowling, band camping, and fixing things. He enjoyed watching the Discovery Channel, cheering for the Ohio State Buckeyes and the Cleveland Browns, and loved being with his fur babies Patchy, Bella, Fred, and more. He survived by his wife, father, children, grandchildren, brothers, sister-in-law, and numerous nieces and nephews. Thank you for taking a moment to celebrate and remember Jamie's life. You can submit an obituary for free on Richland Source. To learn more, click the link in our show notes or visit richlandsource.com slash obituaries slash submit.
Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow. Also, make sure to head over to richlandsource.com and click the Be a Member button to help support independent local journalism that informs and inspires. Every contribution goes to helping us make Richland County a better place and to help keep our journalism free. Also, if you like this podcast and want to hear more, make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. 